You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Well, Merry Christmas Eve, and uh, I hope this has been a great season for you. It's been an honor to be on these podcasts. I'll be here tomorrow on Christmas Day, but I know you may have better things to do. But uh, thank you for the privilege of this. And, and if you haven't been to Christmas at Eveside, hope to see you at one of our campuses today. You know, there's one last thing uh, I want us to learn from the life of Joseph as we've been talking about him the last few days. He was a good man who was fully engaged with Jesus. And we can assume he continued to be similarly engaged when he and Mary had more kids after Jesus. Matthew 13, 55 and 56 tells us that, that Jesus had brothers and sisters. I read that on Christmas morning, the average dad spends just nine minutes playing with their kids. I'm like, how sad is that? When Joseph became a father, he was fully engaged. There was no absent father syndrome going on. He was there during the delivery in the stable right at Mary's side. A few days later, he was there as they took Jesus to the temple for a kind of a dedication ceremony and brought a sacrificial offering. I know a lot of guys who seem to be around during the birth, but when the religious stuff, the spiritual stuff happens, they kind of hand that off to mom's department, but not Joseph. When King Herod started slaughtering male infants, Joseph was fully engaged and and planned a a middle-of-the-night getaway to Egypt in order to protect them. Joseph, no doubt, as was the custom of that day, taught Jesus a trade, his his trade of carpentry. (laughs) Can you imagine giving the creator of the universe Tips on carpentry. Imagine imagine Joseph saying, now remember Jesus, measure twice, cut once. And Jesus says, yeah, I got it, Dad. When Jesus was 12 years old, Joseph and Mary took Jesus to Jerusalem to observe the Passover again. He didn't delegate the spiritual formation of his kids to just Mary. He was there and involved too. And I think these glimpses, little glimpses into the early life of Jesus make it clear Joseph was not a passive, disengaged, distant, detached dad, but he was fully engaged with his kids. Now, dads, single dads, married dads, I have to ask, are you fully engaged? It's Christmas. And I just want to say to you, man to man, step up your game, specifically step up your parenting, your grandparenting, step up to the plate and be a spiritual leader in your home. This is the season where you could take out a Bible at the dinner table and not shove it across the table of your wife, but you could just say, hey kids, I want you to listen to your dad read the Christmas story from Luke chapter two. You could play some Christmas worship music in your car and Tell your kids what it means to you. Christmas is a fantastic opportunity to make some fun memories and tradition. Something very significant and memorable happens when when families laugh together and and observe traditions together. We were once at a Christmas get-together with some friends and we got into a discussion about family traditions at Christmas. One family said, uh, it may sound very unusual, but every Christmas Eve after church services, we go bowling with cousins, aunts, uncles, grandparents, and we just laugh together. When our daughter Jenna was in first grade, she memorized the Christmas story from Luke chapter 2 in the old King James version of the Bible. And every Christmas Eve, we would gather around the tree and see if she could remember it. And uh, we listened to the Christmas story and prayed together. And She's in her mid to late 20s now, and she still does it for us. It's undeniable when you do the research on this. Traditions, holidays, family rituals are an important part of healthy families. You say, well, what's the value of celebrating traditions together? I'll tell you what it is. It's the value of security, constancy, predictability, permanence. You see, when families do certain things together every year, like 
like Christmas. Beneath the surface, we're communicating to each other. We did this in the past. We're doing it now. We'll do it again next year and the next and the next because we're a family. Security. Became very obvious to me once I had a family that the days leading up to Christmas <laughs> would never be normal for us because I work on the days leading up to Christmas like a bazillion Christmas services, okay? Uh, our, our family has never had the tradition of loading up in a car all together or driving to a Christmas Eve service together and then going home and drinking eggnog and eating Christmas cookies. They were just too busy. So Barbara and I decided a long time ago we would make our own traditions and compensate for our kids' sake and create our own memories. We joyfully served together as a family. We've Our family's done that for years at Christmas. Everybody contributed in some part to the church's celebration of Christmas. And then right after Christmas, we always have done something special or gone someplace with our family. One year, we went on a three-day cruise out of Los Angeles to the exotic port of Ensenada. One year, we went snow skiing. Another year, we drove to uh, San Diego. We've done that several times, actually, and spent a night in a hotel. We've done the Sea World thing. Had a great time. My family just knows it's our tradition at our house. Every Christmas, we're going to do something special. We're going to make memories. We're going to laugh. We're going to be together. Don't ever underestimate the power of investing in your kids' and grandkids' lives by, by taking time and making the effort to create memories with your family. Joseph was quite a man, wasn't he? If you've been tracking with us the past few days, then you have some clarity why God tapped him on the shoulder to be the earthly father of his only son. Most Bible scholars are convinced that Joseph died or was killed sometime after he took Jesus to the temple when he was just 12 years old because he's never mentioned again in Scripture after that. But even though his life appears to have been cut short, he put on a clinic as a righteous man, a husband, and a father. This Christmas, commit yourself to be a person who keeps commitments. A person who honors God like Joseph with your sexuality. A person who extends grace and forgiveness to those who maybe have hurt or betray you. Be a person who worship God, worships God from your heart with, with sacrificial offerings to let him know he's number one in your life. That's where your heart is. And, and dads and granddads, grandparents, I hope you'll make a commitment to be fully engaged with your kids or grandkids. Be present, be involved, be fun, be a spiritual leader. Let's pray. God, thank you for this Christmas Eve. Thank you for the momentous event that we celebrate. The God who loves us so much that he came to be with us. Emmanuel, God with us. Thank you for the example of Joseph. God, I pray that every family hearing my voice, that they'll just remember the importance of traditions and commitment and being committed to each other during this time and committed to you. I pray that the kids and grandkids will see in their moms and dads, their grandparents, uh, a commitment to you above all things. And we, I pray that that tradition will just get carried down from generation to generation to generation. And with gratitude, we thank you for Jesus today. Emmanuel, in his name we pray. Amen. Merry Christmas. You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. 